What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Casting Talent 305, and this is Once Inside the Industry, where we discuss entertainment, we discuss tips and tricks, all the pros and all the cons, and today we are honored to have the CEO, marketing consultant, TV personality, and and everything else you can think of in the industry, Mr. B.B. Lewis. Is this, is this, am I the first guest ever? You are the first guest ever, so this, thank you for this, coming on the show. I feel honored. Thank you, you so much. You picked me to be the first uh, guest. Man. It, I really, really appreciate it, my brother. It's really a blessing for us, um, <clears throat> to be honest with you, because, you know, this platform, I want to do it um, for the people who are on the come up, obviously. Yes. And then, obviously, we give the inside tips and all that to celebrities and stuff like that. But the what, what you bring to the table and what I've seen from you is, is a real mentorship and inspiration. And that's why it's so beneficial to have you on the platform. And I want to say thank you, part of me and the team as well, no problem. Uh, for coming out here and doing this with us. No, no, definitely, definitely. This is what it's all about. It's like, you know, finding the next. It's not always finding the now. You know what I'm saying? It's like finding who got next. And in this innovative world of this we're getting into right now, we got to always find out what's next and who's next. And being supported. And being definitely supported. Wow. Definitely. That, that's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. So, uh, BB, let's just get into this real quick. Um, of course, we know who you are, um, but let's just kind of keep the people updated. Definitely. And I like to keep them on their toes and, and know the heavy hitters in the industry, which you're definitely one of the heavy hitters. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are, where you came from, um, you know, and what you do? Well, I was born in Jamaica originally. I moved up here when I was six years old, so I call myself like a Jamaican. You know what I'm Jamaican. saying? Jamaican. Which I eat, like uh, I eat I eat curry chicken, but I eat fried chicken. You know there what I'm saying? Go. I eat collard loo, but I eat collard greens. Hey. You know what I'm saying? So I got to learn the ways of Miami by going to like Norland Junior High School. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then from there, I went to American Senior High School where I got to know the Latin. You know what I'm right. saying? I was there when the first Sedano's was open right there by American High School. So You, you get down <laughs> with the Latin food? Yeah, I'm down with the Laugh, the midnight yes. sandwiches. Hey, la media noche. I got to know all that type of stuff. That was it was such a blessing. Even though I lived about New Orleans, I caught the bus all the way from New Orleans to American. It was such a, a eye opener to get to know culture. The culture, yeah. It's and and as we got to know culture, I got to know like about different ways of you know doing things because I didn't always do it the way you know what I'm saying. Jamaicans did it different yeah. than the Latins did it different than the Black Americans did it different than the mixed up mixture of different people. So I got to understand that part of Miami. And while that was bubbling, you know, my dad is in a group called Inner Circle that's been around for a trillion years, man, they're celebrating 55 years Shut in the up. business this year. They're touring all over the world. They're going to Tahiti, New Caledonian. They're going to Rwanda. They're going to so many different places. So that's when, uh, like, me and my dad, my uncle, and all, all the inner circle, we was grinding. Like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't that time yet. Bad boys didn't hit yet. Sweat didn't hit yet. Nothing hit yet. So I was still catching the Metro bus, the 83, to school and understanding uh, what I got to do. But I, I got into basketball. You come from a humble beginning. Definitely humble beginning. Humble Definitely beginning. Humble beginning. So it's like, you know, I, I got into basketball, and basketball helped me with discipline. You know what I'm saying? Going to practice. Being wanting to be great, wanting to be 
understanding, but I didn't learn the other side of the grades. You know what I'm saying? When you were growing up, your your and you like you just said, your your father was um you know in the music industry, yeah. and and you were had, had humble believings because the music industry didn't hit. Were yeah. you ready for this? Like, did you did you know that your 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 father raised you to be like, hey, listen, this is what we stick into. This is the goal. You know, it's a it's a process. Well, he never here. really pushed like us, like uh, uh, my sister, my little brother, um, lunch money, Khalid. He never really pushed us in a direction like, hey, you're going to do entertainment. Oh, no, that- it was just like, he was like, here's what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? Because at the same time, he was grinding, trying to reach figure, his point of, because I was catching a bus with him right, <laughs> to the right, studio. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? And then when you, when you go there, you had two live crew recording there. You had uh, this guy named Skang Dong that had a bunch of artists from Frankie Paul, big Jamaican artists, and Coco T and so many different people at their studio. Because my dad always, one thing he always did was did very good investments. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So what he invested in was a studio, and it was over there, um, kind of 441 area. So that's not the original studio? That's not the original studio. Okay. The original studio was over there. Uh, it's by Sunny's Barbecue on 441. Right. It's a right. Dairy Queen over there. VP Records is over there. We were over there kind of first in that area. But that's where the first studio, which which was called The Box, gotcha. which was my dad, you know, he mixed a lot of Two Live Crew records. What? Don't really? At MC Shadi yeah. Records, he mixed a lot of big reggae early early records because that was only one of the only studios so being a studio pioneer and being the things that they did and do they always kind of was first with that because they understood what to invest in before the studio they had a pressing plant where they actually pressed their own records you know what i'm saying oh and that's that's what i was gonna say that because now you got laptop people don't understand this now mm-hmm. you can get you get a you know your pro beats on laptop you do everything on the laptop but back then yeah you literally had a board with over I don't know, sometimes a thousand knobs. Uh, and, and, and then from there, it wasn't just being able to go to a DSP and upload my song on TuneCore or or Spotify or nothing like that. You had to actually cut a stamper, press a record, get a vinyl. It was a process. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I think it was more, it was less people dropping music because it was really more expensive. It was way more expensive. To drop and, music. And the time frame, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. it used to take to drop like one, we call it, um, you know, the record. We, yeah. What was it like? Three months, four at least, months at for least, one. Because if you wanted to get your stamp or get your vinyls done, then you had to go print your make your CDs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Crazy. Then your cassette tapes. You know what I'm saying? Then you had to. You you almost had to like hope in a dream because you you don't want to make a, a thousand or a hundred thousand cassettes and you only sell a hundred. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Or you make a thousand vinyls and you sell that's, ten. That's you know why radio saying? play was so. Exploring. That's why radio play was so important to know if you got a hit or not. So know know your. What's that point that that that, that, that demographic that demographic that touching point of like do I like you said do I have a hit or don't I have a hit? There were different ways to know what was going on with your song. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It was just a total different. How do you say it? Just yeah, different, yeah, it's a different, facet, different. You know, it's a different strategy. Back totally then. different strategy. Totally yeah, different strategy. Crazy. And I think that's what made me so different up to now is knowing that strategy and implementing that strategy to now. To now. You know what I'm saying? So being able to jump between both and it's like almost like my father and uncle, like it's so amazing how they've been through every facet of that. Now they're into the streams. Now they're starting to understand what a playlist is. And oh, I get it now. Like, you know what I'm saying? From that to... Uh, it's cool because they got to see all that. They got huh? to see all that. Transition. Is it easy for the older generation to catch up? Because, you know, I got p- uncles and aunts. They're not obviously not in that industry, but yeah. my grandparents, you know, usually older crowd be like, man, I'm not even worried about that. I'm going to stick to what I know. But it's all about the person themselves, right? To yeah. want to learn. And it's good to have like your kids around. Like my dad got young, like me, lunch, different people around. So he's always understanding okay. and hearing 
different things. Like, you know what I'm saying? Me and you was on the phone before I got here talking about AI. He's now, he understands that, oh, I get it. I understand what AI is. I understand what artificial this. I understand that. I understand the DSPs. I understand playlisting. Because it's just, it's just bottled up into a different way. You know what I'm saying? As far as radio and and the DJ and the record pool now. So the record pool is kind of almost like your playlisting. You know what I'm right, saying? Which right. is a set of people. It's just how you define it to make them understand it. But it's 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 not the same thing, but it's basically the same thing. But if you understood, understand the pockets where to put different things, you know how to maneuver. Talk you know? about that AI now that you bring it up, man. How do you feel about what's going on now? Although, I mean, we just seen a, uh, you sent me earlier this morning, uh, a post about how AI is is um, creating their own uh, hit songs and um, charting, charting those songs <laughs> and um, streaming. And it's into yeah, and it does everything by itself. It literally, I don't even know how that works, but out of China, well, how do you think that's going to touch the game? How do you think that's going to? It's going to be a whole new market for that because the people that like that stuff like that stuff. So you, I'm saying, so you think you think um, that the the natural stuff is gone? It's outdated? No, so? no, it's not outdated. But this is the time it's when cool for sure. you're going to have to get your personality together. Like you launching this podcast is the things you need to separate you from a uh uh, uh AI person that's trying to be like you. Right. Like you right. know what I'm saying? That's one thing they don't have is feelings. They can't cry. They can fake cry, but they can't give you the emotion and the different things. So what you got to create is make sure you create your identity. You know 100%. what I'm saying? Yourself and knowing how the to maneuver with with the different things. It's almost like I always talk about the city girls and talk about Carisha and like, shoot, I never knew because they started right at Circle House. You know what I'm saying? I never knew that that they would blossom into the way they're blossoming. And then on top of that, the way she's blossoming into having her own show and speaking. So it goes to show once the people gravitate to you, there's nothing that can stop you. 100%. You know what I'm saying? There's people that can block you. Hey, man, I'll mess with BB Man or man, he's a clown or this. I'll mess with. But it's what the people want. It's not what you, you want, want, my brother, 100%. or you want, young lady. <laughs> it's what the people want and what they want to buy into. Is that what you? Is that what motivates you in, in an ass in a sense? A hundred percent. Because there'll be there'll be one person that'll call my dad, be like, man, your son be tripping, dog, or you did this and that. But then I'll get ten other calls to book concerts. Right. The book show. Right, right. The book, my marketing services. And I'm like, hmm, should I be listening to these people? Because listen, my phone is ringing. Yeah. Ain't like I ain't busy. Yeah. yeah. I'm busy as hell. Yeah. So it's like, you got to understand who you are as a person and you got to be confident who you are and where you trying to be and where you trying to go. <laughs> and then you understand it, man. And then you like, these people are a one percentile you know what I'm saying? Like, like one hate out of ten, bro. Like, you know what I'm nah, saying? and it's working for you. Here's, here, I, I hate when people say you're heading in the wrong direction, yeah. but you're making moves. Yeah, you're, you're in the right position. You got the right people. I mean, I'm sitting down with a BB Lewis, owner and CEO, you know, of of Circle House, yeah, which is legendary. You guys been in the business for years. So for someone who's only been in the industry for three years, yeah. um, the first time we met, you were like, hey, I know you. I was like, how the hell does a BB know me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I've seen you. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, you know, that I must be putting in work. Now you definitely put in work and it's a niche market that you do because it's very hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to to deal with the type of things you deal with when it comes to the casting and it comes to the, the attitude and the egos and the different things and them actually understanding the people got to like you, bro. Yeah. It's yeah. nothing that a casting... I, I, I can get you there. I can put you on camera. I can I can do everything. But you got to be the one to really sell yourself. And those are the ones who have the power to understand 
how to sell their self yeah. and understand how it comes back and how it equates to OnlyFans via Instagram, via... I know you've seen a bunch of things where somebody Instagram got 2 million followers, but on OnlyFans, she got five people. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's not this fake followers. It's more so how is she dispelling that info or how is he putting that in it's, out it's the or it's the marketing for you yeah. to decipher it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And remember... You could be here locally in Miami and your biggest money makers are out of town people. Easy, you know what I'm saying? Easy. Dubai's and even Michigan and Texas being in Miami is just understanding your goal and understanding what you trying to do. You know what I'm saying? You know? I got a question for you. I'm, I'm just curious because I know you've been in the industry, in the music industry for many, many years. Have you ever done film? Film, I want to get into film a whole lot. Really? I want to do a documentary. I want to do a couple documentaries. I want to do a couple movies because I feel like my knowledge of seeing being here in Miami is just so ridiculous, man. It's well, like it's I, so crazy with the different cultures and the type of stuff I've seen. And like, you know what I'm saying? How shoot, like I, I, I my Latin friends almost treat me better than my Jamaican friends. You know what I'm saying? So they be like, yo, B, what we doing tonight? Or I got you, or or let's do this business venture. Or I'm like, wow, like I see how certain cultures can enhance and be moving quicker than others because of the camaraderie and you, and the mindset it's so you know? that's what i was about to say do you think it's because they get certain people get comfortable yeah and they just give up it's just or, really the the mindset i think man of like of the hustler mindset yeah like you, know what I'm you saying? never like, feel accomplished you, you never, never feel accomplished plus you feel like they feel like let's connect yeah. you know what i'm saying it's not a competition it's a connection and that's you know what, what i'm saying what makes people Get to the top. Definitely. That's what makes people get to the top. And and that's another thing I want to tell the viewers, you know, always, you know, treasure your, your, uh, you know, your, your friendships or relationships. Relationships. That's the word Family, I want to use. Man. You know, you got to treasure these things because you never know who you're meeting one. Yeah. Two, the, the outcome of, of maybe him make a phone call. I mean, you connected me with somebody before and, you yeah. know, that made Made me a money deal right there. Because you were a niche marketer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you can be able to fulfill a niche that is very hard for clubs to, to, to do, for very hard for... I mean, there's club owners that can't wrangle 20 girls. It's crazy. <laughs> this guy got millions of dollars. Millions owns, of dollars. Owns every clubs and does everything, but he can't wrangle 20 girls. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, or 20 influencers to actually do... You know what I'm saying? The marketing, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's Bring not, the, the views. And sometimes it. some people just have things that you can't teach. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And I've I'll heard agree. that a lot. There's things that you can't teach. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what you do, you can't teach. What I do, you 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 can teach it, but... It's, but it's, you're the person. You're the person. It's you. You, got, you can't double us. You know what I mean? Because you're going to come up with an idea to do the, to execute that situation yeah. where five of, of people who are mentoring after you yeah. can't do it. Because yeah. it's just you as an individual. Man, it's all about working together, man. And if I could take this 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 time to like tell Miami man Miami connect like you know what I'm saying especially the urban community how do you capitalize on your connections that's actually one of my questions well you got to just know how to use that person right uh, when I'm in my meetings and in my marketing uh my days with my with my team and I'm like I always revert to like a football team you know what I'm saying right from like a Patrick Mahomes to a, a Dan Marino to a Don Shula like being a coach is one thing. Being a quarterback is one thing. Being a running back the positions. is one thing. Being a blocker is one thing. And when everybody's comfortable with their position, that's when you win. That's when you got a you winning know what I'm team. And then you know you got to, okay, hey, you got a star player. But hey, it may be your turn next. So right now, don't be jealous or envious of the star player. Yep. Big him up and then get it prepared and ready when it's your time. For the time foundation. Move. 
it's your time to move. And have these guys talk so much crap. And then when they get put into the position, that oh, it's your time now. They're like, uh, but, uh, but, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah. this is what you talk so much about. You, you what you, you wanted. You waited for this moment. Now when you have this moment, you don't know what to do with this moment. Yeah, you don't know how to capitalize with it. You don't know how to capitalize. Fumble it. And that's a lot of people in Miami. They, they from the urban perspective, they diss and they diss and yeah. they diss, but could never even walk in the shoes of certain people. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? When they get to that point of understanding what's the main goal. Yeah. Like, okay, what's the monetizing factor? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I make money off music. Right. A lot of people, I see them, they got the chains, they got the jewelry there in the studios with the lights and doing all this, but are they actually making money off the music business? Right. right. Or are they making money off something else? You know what I'm saying? Listen to the people that are making money off their craft. You know what I'm saying? Not the people that are making money off scamming or banking right. or doing other stuff and acting like they're rappers. It, it's a lot harder, <laughs> but, the, but the feeling and the process is yeah. that much better. It's that much better, man. You got to listen to the people that are actually making money off the business. And the business is so messed up right now that it's, even, it's hard to make money. As a music person, you know what I'm saying. It's it's very. That's why you see people just selling their catalogs. Yep. You know what I'm saying. You see the Diplos, the Chris, Future. Uh, Chris uh, Chris just sold his catalog, right? Which one? Uh, Chris Brown was it that sold it? Oh, just Justin Timberlake. Yeah, Justin Timberlake, uh, Diplo, Future. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just a it, they because they, they know what the catalog makes yearly. They own the catalog, right? So usually it's a ten time multiple. So let's say if you're making ten million dollars a year. On your catalog, so that person's gonna come and be like, "I'm gonna give you ten years worth of money one time." You know right. what I'm saying? All in one, lump all in one lump sum. So now, say you you getting a hundred million dollars. With that hundred million dollars, you can almost reinitialize your music career or go out and do something different with the money. Get into reinvest, reinvest, yeah, get into yeah. property, Again. get into different things, get into or create a whole new identity. Yeah, and I you think that's saying? super important. Once you get to the bag, make sure you have the foundation laid out so you know what investments you want to go to. Mm -hmm. Forget about the cars. That's cool, the chains and all that. But make sure you, you, your, your money comes back. Yeah. You need assets, not liability. Like, it's all about real estate. And it's like, this is digital real estate yeah. that you're owning. Look at the podcast deals that are going down, man. Like, look at the, I mean, $100 million for podcast Joe deals. Rogan just banked. Shakira, how much did Joe Rogan just bank? 100 <laughs> That's mil. what I said. They're doing 100 mil deals. Crazy. And, and no one's gonna, no one's talking how much that uh, Drink Champs got. Shout out to Noriega. Yeah. yeah. No one's talking how much million dollars worth of game got. All you see is wallowing them constantly buying cars on Instagram, motivating and us. Not like, I'm not a hater. I'm a, that's, motivation. that's motivation for me to go out and work even harder on this gram, which is free. It's free, bro. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You just got to give them what they're looking for. And it's like, it's almost like selfish, selfish content versus service content. Selfish content is you posting, yo, this me, man. I'm doing me, me, me. Service content is what we're doing now is giving knowledge, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and showing them, hey, I'm here with one of the top casting people and I'm here with one of the top marketing people. Is that all we do? No. Absolutely. But it's what we starting to be able to make our other tentacles that's around us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like half the business... Like the Poe Boy started as a record company, now they're a conglomerate. Like there's so exactly. many different things. You start one way, 
and you can go 50,000 I, I think that's the hustle ways. in you, right? You can't, you got to be able to, to look outside the box and say, okay, I got my bag here, yeah. but I need multiple streams of, of income. Yes. And that's where the, that's where the, 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 the value of who you are as a person, a businessman, an entrepreneur exists. Definitely. And that's why we can vibe. You as being Spanish and me being black. I don't even see you. I don't see a color. No, there ain't no color. I see a hustler. I, I see. I see my man, my man. Hey man, I'm doing a video shoot today. Damn, I gotta call my boy. I mean, I need 20 girls right now. How else I'm gonna pull this off, man? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You gonna call? Hey, hey, you got that budget ready? Yeah. <laughs> That's the first question, right? You got the budget ready? <laughs> or Shakira, you know, Shakira gonna help us regardless. 100, you know 100. <laughs> That's what's up, man. I appreciate you coming out. Uh, I honestly do, uh, a BB. But let's get um, let's get some more um, let's get more into it, right? Yeah, some personal yeah. cool vibes. You know, I, I I always like to ask, what's your most memorable experience? That yeah. you can, uh, you know, and I know you've come from a major background, yeah. but what's something that you say, man, that one day was was a cool, memorable experience? Well, the one day is one time I was I was young, man. I was answering a phone at Circle House, right? And I was just sitting there. I didn't I didn't I didn't know how lucky I was. I didn't know how what what place I was at in life. I just looked at it as like, hey, I'm supposed to be here or right. I'm supposed to do this. The phone rings, I'm called, everybody's calling. I say, man, who is this? He's like, hello, hello. What's up, Playboy? I say, who is this? He say, it's Diddy. I know this ain't BB. I'm like, yeah. He's like, yo, you can't be answering the phone in your father's business like that. Like, respect the game. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, oh my gosh, this man is so right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, that put me in a in a perspective in a perspective of like saying, like, like, I'm taking this for granted. And he's like, hey, let me go speak to Lenny Kravitz. You know what I'm saying? Right. So Lenny Kravitz in Studio A. So Diddy calls on the phone. I'm I'm kind of like rude to Diddy because I'm just being that spoiled brat type of guy. But that was such a wake up call oh, for me, you. saying like, "Look at this, man." Something so small, though. Something so small, but still he put me in my place. But I didn't feel like he put me in my place. I feel like he inspired me. He, he inspired he me. You. He was yeah. checking me, yeah. and he taught me. And he, I didn't know. A lot of us don't know how blessed we are to have these opportunities, and we got to push. And push and push to get to that point. I say the you know? greatest people are the ones who could check themselves on yes. something so small. Yeah, but it took a lot of time for me to understand right. who I was because I was that kid in the club popping bottles. I had, you know, live. I have. I had all access to every. You know, what I'm saying. Every, life. You, yo, you, you I'd go out and spend ten dollars, and I look across the way this guy spending ten thousand dollars to compete with me. But you know, what I'm saying because I was just that dude. You know, right. what I'm saying that right. that you know all my celebrity friends came to the studio. I, I was always out, but. After a while, you start to understand that it's more to life than just that. You know what I'm saying? 100%. That that you it's more to life than just just partying and just going out. It's a business because Miami is the entertainment district of the world. How do, you, how do you tell our followers how to? Because they're always going out to parties, and yeah. you know, you always see um, uh, people who want to get into the industry go to celebrity parties so they can network. Mm -hmm. I kind of say, hey, that's not the perfect place to network, yeah. but it's perfect place to meet people to network in the future. Definitely. So, well, you know, what's your advice to people who want to go to parties with celebrities? You know, how do how should they carry themselves? Yeah, well. I got a good story. Uh, if you if you watch my podcast, Ball Greasy talks about that. Ball Greasy says when he goes to the club, he's going to observe. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when he goes, you see him at Take One or you see him at the office or G5 or whatever, he's in there observing. You know what I'm saying? Because remember, the entertainment world, this is our playground. Right. So we got to understand how to manipulate the crowd. We got to understand what they listening to and what they're doing. So if you go out more 
uh, to an event or a party with an understanding, like, I'm in the entertainment, I'm an influencer. Okay, while I'm out, what can I do? Okay, I'm going to Diddy's house for his New Year's party. Okay, I got my I'm, I got my banging dress, so I got my suit on. I'm there. What can I do? Okay, I need to take pictures with celebrities and people. But don't be too overzealous to the point where they're like, yo, get this guy out of here. Right, right. So it's like, know your point of, of, of what you're trying to achieve when you right. go to that event and understand that it's a business. It's not just a party. You know what I'm saying? It ain't just a party. You got to understand this is a business. And when you go, you be like... What's the best? Okay, I'm I'm gonna go see somebody at Circle House at the studio, right? And then while I'm there, I'm in the kitchen. Here's here's a a big star workout. What do I do? You know what I'm saying? You be cordial. You say hello, and you see like you check their vibe. Yeah. Don't just run and be like, "Yo, can I get a picture with you?" Because in celebrity events and celebrity settings, it's not all the time. They want to take a picture. Of course not. You know what I'm saying? Get tired of that. You should make them want to say, you know what? Let's take a pic, man. Then you're cool. I know you want that because the celebrity knows you want a pic, dog. I'm not going to lie. Usually (laughs) what I do is that. I wait till a BB says, hey, let's take a picture. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's get into it. Yeah. That's that's the main thing. That's the main thing is understanding so you don't look like a herb or a clown. You know what I'm saying? And then you know how to now utilize those pictures after you got now you got you got five pictures you got a picture with Diddy French this you know what I'm saying what do you do now you take that story and you make it a you take that picture you make it a story right. hey I went to this event I met French such a great guy French takes it repost that right. because it was a positive thing said about him it's just understanding where you're at you're in Miami the entertainment capital of the world they said this is like the number one place where millionaires buy their second homes. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's getting crazy out here, which is good crazy, but us as Miami got to work together more to make sure we build our eco-structure and our own things going on in our own realms to our movement to blow up our podcasts, to blow up our artists. Because when I'm telling you someone, my dad was coming up in that generation, that era, they was killing it, bro. There was, because everybody was playing each other's music. And everybody everything was, was working was together. Playing. Everybody was throwing passes to each other. Everybody was catching them and running and scoring touchdowns. The radio was doing their thing because there was no streaming yet. But like, I don't even think there's a local Miami playlist that people can go to like why is it why don't the weekend like a radio station say hey you know we're gonna do one hour of local music um on a sunday or they're they're, they're you gotta remember one thing about a radio station they're a business right money, so money. they're looking for advertising you know right. what i'm saying so you as an independent artist or you as an independent show or podcast you should go over there and spend some money with the radio station right. you know what i'm saying it's not a payola thing it's more of you showing them that you want to spend money on advertising which is their business you know what i'm saying right so you're showing them love so basically they're going to give you a platform they're going to show you back love i guarantee if you independent artists take even a thousand to five hundred dollars and go buy some commercials on your local radio stations interim you be consistent with that they will show you love some type of way you feel what i'm saying legally you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They will show you love, not just not not the payola or sliding the DJ a hundred dollars. Because what's that going to get you entail? You want consistent play to be able to take your what you're doing to monitor. And, and when you go to the, the the actual corporation and do a business deal with the corporation, yeah, yeah. you got you to understand they have access to all the DJs, not yes, just one. So if they're respecting you and they're giving you one DJ at a time, even though it's, it is one DJ at a time, yeah. you're now not just working with a DJ, you're working with the brand, the yeah. name of the company, the business. Yeah. 100%. So when you walk in the door, you're walking in on a different level. Yeah. 
Because yeah. some of you guys go to the club and spend that on bottles. Like, Easy. put that into your music. Go Easy. to the radio session, cut a 30-second spot for your single, and talk about your single because the powers that be are always listening to the radio station. So if your commercial keeps running and running and running, of course the DJ is going to hear your commercial and be like, yo, I heard about you. Well, you've been in the game a long time. What's yeah. the wildest marketing thing you've ever seen? Man, the wildest. Let's say a good wild, a good wild, and then a bad wild. Ooh. Well, a good wild... I, I can see marketing strategies really came when Peter Thomas did a thing called How Can I Be Down, right? And it was, man, this was maybe 20 years ago, if not more. Like, you know what I'm saying? And and um, Peter was one of the first, like, people that really took South Beach to that next level as a black man. You know what I'm saying? So he did a conference called How Can I Be Down, right? I remember seeing Master P, right, walking down Ocean Drive with, like, 40 people. You bought it, bought it? We bought it, bought it. bought it, it. I was like, whoa. Was I'm, that, was I'm that, like, I'm bought it, bought it. Is that a Memorial Day weekend by any chance? Memorial Day weekend. Because I, I honestly walked right past P when he was doing that. Yeah. On so, South Beach. See? So, I and swear to God. I'm telling you, that was, that was the ultimate market. That's why they talk about Master P this, and he's that, and he's this, but I can't take away his marketing game. Come on. I can't take away... The things that he did as an independent label owner to win, you know right. what I'm saying? I cannot the artist that he picked. He, how come the community? How come Miami's community isn't like that? Everybody's so separated. Like you don't see one big. But let me tell you something. It's only like that with the urban. You know what I'm saying? The Latin they stick together. From what I see, man, I'm telling you, from the Farucos to the Ozunas to the Bad Bunnies, they're to all making music together. Nick to uh, Nicky Jam to the they all throwing each other's passes. Yeah. They're all they're all working with each other. El Alpha and right. you know what I'm saying they're all connecting. They're all doing songs together to hop on each other's Spotify fans. So it's like they're all sharing fans. They're, they're all, all sharing, sharing fans. There's when no comes, competition when it comes to the urban world. We're not doing that. We're just like, hey, I'm better than you, or you're better than but me. Let's or, be honest. Hey, I'm going to stay over there, and you're going to stay over there. It shouldn't be like that. We should do a compilation once a year called Welcome to My City, so people can know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Back in the days, back in the days, Memorial Day weekend was when you broke records in Miami. You know what I'm saying? When they came from um, out of town to party here, they heard our DJs playing records like- All day get, long. Get crunked up or or whatever, whatever. And then they would take those records yeah, back to back. their community and be like, I mean, you heard this from Miami. This is all I heard Memorial Day weekend. This is all I heard. So Memorial Day weekend was a way to break records, man. Could it be that people just, the industry, the music industry just in Miami is, is oversaturated? People just not really feeling it anymore? It's just like, we don't have leadership. You know what I'm saying? We don't have leadership and nobody wants to follow anybody. Everybody knows what's going on, but leadership can be found very simply because you can look at who's successful and who's not. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And once you see who's successful and who's not, then you follow their trend. Like, it's almost like Pitbull. Pitbull made a, a strategy to show you how to win. Yep. You know what I'm saying? For the Latin artists and everybody else did what? They followed the strategy. You know what I'm saying? That's why you can have so many different things going on. That's why you got Pepsi Latino and Pepsi. Right. That's why you yeah. got, you know what I'm saying? You yeah, got everything. everything. Look, at, look at Doral, man. Hey, my hands go up, man. Doral, Yo, I was looking at Doral some, is beautiful, I was, man. I was looking at some real estate in Doral. Yeah. And, um, man, it, it, you know, it gives you the the, the, the square miles uh, radius. Yeah. And everybody makes over 500,000 income a year. 100%. Because they, 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 they stay as an independent person. I can come right. with an independent business in Doral 
and I can franchise it and probably even become a multimillionaire just staying in, in your certain, my community. Yeah, in your community. They're blowing up their own artists. Yep. They're taking their artists and making sure their artists on certain festivals. There's so many huge festivals that come to Miami. You know what I'm saying? Other than Rolling Loud, I got to give it up to them because they do oh, yeah, give the big. platform and they give the urban, the local urban artists a chance. Right. And maybe not on the big stage, but at least they give them an opportunity. They give them a platform. 100%. Give them a platform. A lot of these bigger festivals that we have do not give these guys a platform. And then you wonder why these artists are not blowing up out of Miami because when we have 100,000 people in town to come see a festival and to come to soak up our our weather, our our women, our our, our cigars, our everything, right? We don't brainwash them with our music, which we used to. That's why booty bass music was oh, so that's big. That's why Uncle Luke and and, and Two Live Crew. Yeah. And that's why that's why reggae was so big. That's why certain records were so big. Shaggy, it wasn't me. Sean Paul, give me the light. In a circle, girl, I'm gonna make you sweat. Before Afrobeat came in, Power 96 broke all, all the, the records. reggae records, bro. You know what I'm saying? The game has changed, bro. And it's like it's not a bad thing. But you know, uh, I'm sorry, let me check you out. No um, Cali did his thing with C. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Cali. Like, because yeah. I, I think the last person to to put th the play together and nobody's followed Cali's lead yeah. was Cali. I mean, yeah. Cali was the last one to put that play together. I mean, he brought in New Orleans, he brought in the whole country, every rapper you can think of. Nah, done deal. Cali was, man, I was, I was the first person to do the first DJ Cali. Damn, album. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yes, and I still, this? if you look at the Drink Chance episode, he, he talks about how I still have the first Cali album. You know what I'm saying? In right. my stack. a lot of music that's not going to come out right now that's going to come out 10 years from now because I know how to catalog music and I know where it's going I know what's, what things are going to be worth so let me ask you a question like when you say catalog music because I don't know I'm not from the music industry yeah. so I learn when I hear someone like yourself speak mm -hmm. when you say catalog music even though it was recorded years ago you think you can still drop a banger 10 years yes ago? because people are still curious you know what I'm saying they want to hear the early workings of, of that of person. The person. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah, I like mean, if you drop a Tupac track right now yes, that, that I ain't never out, heard of. Everybody's rushing. Yeah, First of all, if it's it's a hit, yep. you know what I'm saying? Yep. Then you can, then it's almost like his whole catalog will be revitalized with that one record. Inst instantly. And that's what Spotify, that's the greatest thing of Spotify because if you're an older group and you come with a new hit, and it actually works, it's going to ignite your all your older Everything. music and get... The, play, and get, the playlist is going to go right back just to... Just right back so your older songs will get played. And like Shakira sampled The Girl I'm Going to Make You Sweat the other day, man. Man, that sh that man, that man thing went through the roof. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like... And that's what I look at when it comes to the Latin community and how they support their music and how they support their music with their foods and their festivals and their concerts to how the urban does it. To how I'm just finishing a, a a month of events that we did that my inner circle produced called Reggae Month, where even I call it the diaspora of Jamaica, how they interpret things, and I'm just learning of so much about culture, and that's why I always say um on the things I do, culture is currency. 100%. You know what I'm saying? If you can understand culture more, man, you can understand currency because you can make a lot of paper with 
doing a hip hop remix to a Spanish remix to a Creole remix to now um, Indian. Kodak Kodak just dropped something with Anuel the other day and some other artists where they did that. Anuel dropped it in Spanish. Kodak dropped it in Creole. And then you had uh, Diplo did a song with him too. So that was a whole other pop market, crossover market. See, Kodak understands the different thing. And as Mark, shout out to Derek and Kodak. They actually, and and, uh, Irwin, they actually won a Grammy. You know what I'm saying? Because we did a lot of work with him and Kendrick Lamar at Circle House. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So they won a Grammy for the stuff that we did at Circle House, at Circle House oh, in Miami. Man. So That's Irwin, my one of my top engineers, local guy, he always works with, he just finished mixing Ball Greasy's project. He won a Grammy. Derek, which actually started with us and interned with us, which is now is like Kodak's manager and engineer and mixer and producer. Dirk, man, he won the Grammy. So it's like, I just love elevation. I just want to capitalize on what you just said. I don't know if you guys just heard what Abibi just said. He mentored these guys. They yeah. all started with him, and now they're Grammy winners. Yes. <laughs> that, you know, that's, that don't come every day. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. You know? It comes with a lot of like time and effort and just just going to the studio and you just, you just, you know, just keep pushing. Yeah. And then when the good things happen for you, I was like, Erwin, you want a Grammy? He's like, great. He's so humble yeah. that he's just yeah. like, he's not like celebrating it. Like, like even like I'm celebrating it more oh, than, he than he is. I made him a flyer. I made him everything because <laughs> those are the steps that I'm looking for. But you know that's, that's, that's beautiful though. Yeah. The fact that he's so humble and you were like, nah, bro, here's your flowers. Yes. Let's get it. You because know? now he gave me enough gasoline to bring more things to him. 100%. So when I'm calling and I'm speaking to different people, I'll be like, man, this is Irwin. This, this dude won a Grammy, right. bro. He yeah. just finished mixing Ball Greasy's entire project along with Nigel, the engineer. Like, yo, my two my, my two, my two guys just finished mixing Ball Greasy's project, which is like, I would say, one of the hottest projects like on the East Coast. So you know what ball, I'm saying? When does Ball Greasy stuff drop? He got it dropped already, the Bay oh, Day. Oh, yeah. the Bay Day. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, we just the one, yeah, we just finished mixing that project. And it's like... People don't understand. Sound means a lot. Your quality of music means a lot. Dr. Dre don't spend two, three days mixing records for no reason. He don't, like, that's why he's so perfect with certain different things. And people got to understand, even in this room being podcasted, if you knew guys, you know how many times we check these mics and these headphones and, and the editing system. And, like, you don't know what actually goes on behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? And that's what you guys got to start understanding and listening to guys like this and, and myself who are grinding and understanding the business. Because you're listening to people out there who don't even... Don't even know the business, you know what I'm saying? Or not even really in the business like that, you know what I'm saying? Let's go ahead. No, and I just want to bring to attention, you know, BB has, um, he he mentioned a few names, but but you have a team, like I'm watching you on social media, yeah. you, you mentor a lot, and I don't know if they want to consider themselves mentors or not, but yeah. you you work with a lot, a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people, because in, in this business, there's so many ways to, to make money, man. Like, an engineer can be a multi-million dollar engineer. Right. Not right. being a rapper. And you don't get you know one, two, you got yeah. like... 15, 20 on the like, I see you. But I'd be watching my boys post and then they'd be like, oh, I'm at Circle House today. I'm like, yeah. damn, that's another one. Yeah. That's another one. That's because another. I try to teach them more than just recording. Yeah. Being an engineer, like, you are the vibe. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you're known as that hit engineer that every time somebody work with you, they get a hit. You know what I'm saying? Or they get a big record. That's why people don't understand how intricate the engineer is to your session. Just like, the boss lady over there, she's intricate. Shout you know out to Shakira, the director. <laughs> she knows what angles to put. She knows what to chop, what to push, what to do. That is an art form right. in itself. That's like a construction worker who knows how to crown mold excellent and you 100%. go find that guy at the last point. That's the same thing with yourself and the same thing with her. It's like, it's just that point 
of like understanding. And that's where I think the urban market here in Miami has a problem with is like actually understanding the business because they're watching too much social media and act like it's supposed to happen like that. No, it's not. Not even close. You want to help this guy? Get a six pack. You want to help this guy? Like as a guy, learn to show, show this guy a different thing where he can go shopping books or help him increase what he's doing he's already doing a lot not only that <laughs> just showing support to events yes like i put i produce so many networking events for yeah people, and they 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 don't appreciate it, they don't value it and i yeah. put people I, I create that so people can meet people in the industry mm-hmm. um and they don't value that they don't attend that and it's hard for me to let people understand how valuable networking is to connect with the right people it very much is all my stuff man now has been done off relationships man. right People right. I met 10 years ago now that started off as interns, they're now running the record labels yep. now. So they're like, yo, how, BB, how can BB get the CEO of Atlantic Records on the phone? Because we used to go get Burger King together. Right, right. <laughs> we used to go walk together. We used to go, I used to give the man a ride home because the artist wouldn't give him a ride yet because he was just an intern and he remembers those real moments that I was there That's the best, right? I'm telling you, and all, all my boys are in great positions right now for me to win. Yep. So all I got to do is just keep it real with them and, and keep it popping, you know? I'm saying I know listen the urban market in Miami connect with each other do a song man all y'all need to do a compilation an album show show that Miami still got that sound man you know what I'm saying that we work together as a team bro you know for all our viewers, if y'all want, drop a list below of the 10 top artists you think should do something. Yeah. And we'll get that rocking. I mean, I got access to, I got a few connections myself. No, nah, it's all about working together. and Because hi- yeah. the more we highlight that and those kids blow up, it's better money for us. 100%. More music videos, more podcasts, Everything. more different ways to make money off these artists. Like, you know what I'm saying? The, the look of them from the clothing aspect. Then we go from the clothing aspect to the music aspect, of course. Then we go from the music to Super Bowl commercials, man. It's, I know people still count money from Super Bowl commercials. Easy. You got millions of dollars for two minutes, bro. That's but crazy. you still have to build yourself up to that point. And we got to make Miami. Miami is just like, it's a great place for all these artists to come down, chill, and vibe. But the top artists and the top tastemakers of here, we need to make like a a fine wine that only us we drink. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> with that, and then and then they're, they're like, that. "Oh man, you got some of that? Oh crap! Who gave you that? BB gave you that? Or you know what I'm saying? This guy, like you, you know, you're official. You, you got you got to right? get that from somebody. You know what I'm saying? And it's not with the gangster stuff and checking no, it in no. and all that stuff. It's more so understanding the gold mine. It's like a plaque. That we have. Where, where, where are we? Right here by the airport. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I call it Amazon Airport now. They open locker no more. <laughs> no more. Almost Jeff Bozzo's Lance's plane. He goes to his building right there. Like other people see the investment and the the the, the richness of Miami. Yep. We need to see that. We need to value ourselves. One hundred percent. One hundred. Let me ask you another question, man. What type of celebrities do you enjoy working with? The ones that are just really cool, man. The ones that understand that there's a trifecta in the business. It's not just a it's not just a music business anymore. It's called the entertainment business. So the one that understands social media, the one that mm-hmm. understands music, the one that understands being respectful to people and saying hello and you know what I'm saying? Like the humble celeb. I like I like them to brag and they boast and all that because you know I hang with a bunch of different people. So Majority of the guys I hang with, you know, they're in my age group. They're in their 30s and 40s. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they kind of went through that phase of like, let me splack well, this girl yeah, at my end. Yeah, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? So they write, right now they like chilling and you know what I'm saying? And, you know, nobody's no no nice guy all the time. But at the same time, I like the calm celebrity, man. I like the chill celebrity. I like the, the celebrity that I don't got to be 
fake around right. or so I could be myself and be who I am. You know what I'm saying? You got any questions that you want to put out there? Because Man, it's just it's just really us as a as the urban market stepping it up, man. Step Miami, up. man. I really want to see more of our local acts getting signed. I really want to see more of our local acts becoming super groups. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think we should have a group with like five of Miami's top artists, like one group, just to just to drop that so the rest of the United States or the rest of the world can see what I see, which is these beautiful talents that we have here. You know what I'm saying? I've been to a few talent shows and um, the support ain't really there. Yeah. <clears throat> you get a hundred people show up. Yeah. Right? First artist goes on, they leave with their 10 people. Second artist goes on, they leave with their 10 people. Third <laughs> artist goes on. That By the end of the night, the, the club is empty. Yeah. The venue's empty. Nobody's there to 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 to, to show love and show support yeah. because once their artist was on, they're gone. Yeah, man. It's, like, listen, I see the Latin and the Spanish killing it. I, I had an event uh, during Reggae Month at Casa Tiki, which is in Southwest A Street. It was a Saturday night. Let me tell you something. I never knew it be jumping down there like jumping, that. Jumping, huh? Jumping. It's not even Brickle, bro. This Southwest A Street yeah. where Cayocho yeah. is, man. Yeah. They had steakhouses. They had five or six different Casa Tiki, El Santo. El Santo. Da -da, yeah, da -da, yeah. Da -da, da -da. I'm like, whoa, I'm walking down. Guys with it, with their girls walking down the street fully drunk. Like if it was South Beach. Like it was South Beach. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because you know what? They've created their the own in infrastructure where they now can launch a young chef. They can launch a young artist. They can launch a podcast. They can launch a lot of different things. And that's when the urban market that we have to create more different ways for us to launch what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? But first, we got to understand How to what do we're doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And understand who are the players, understand who's effective and who's not. Because not everything and everybody you see and hear is actually effective, bro. I got a question for you, BB. What motivates you to motivate other people? Well, I love seeing people come up around me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, it makes my job easier when I walk into a, a star-studded team. You know what I'm saying? When I walk into the, the, the my center is 7-2 and he's ready to do whatever and motivate and speak six languages. And then my point guard is this. And I'm sitting back as a coach like, oh, man, I'm I'm in this. I ain't, in all I do is got to call the play and they're going to go with it. I got to give them the gasoline and the different things with it. But... That's what motivates me. When I see, when I see my boy Derek driving with a brand new eighty thousand dollar Tesla, you know what I'm saying? And he, you know, didn't even have a car when he started. When I see, when I see my boys grow, you know what I'm saying? That's what motivates me because I'm, I'm looking at other people because I'm not just talking. I'm showing you results. 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 You know and results is the key because I'm done with talking. You know what I'm saying? Everybody in, in, in Miami in the urban market, it's a lot of talk. But what actually is actually happening? And that's what you got to understand and decipher what exactly exactly is happening. You know what I'm saying? What's happening is like we're not making stars like we used to. You know what I'm saying? We're not doing the certain things and that's factual. You know what I'm saying? Do you what do you think is the cause of that though? Like you said support. You know what I'm saying? And us not giving each other space and being like, "Hey, this month is all about Ball Greasy. You just drop the project, everybody post Ball Greasy. Let's show Atlanta. Let's show the Bay Area. Let's show LA how we support our local people. That's why I got to give the Trick and Trina. They are even bigger than they are now than they were in their 20s, bro. Trick is over here selling out arenas. Trina's kicking off her Rockstar Festival and packing and selling out. Like, I'm telling you, man, like people always say, like Nas talked about being a 50-year-old rapper the other day. It's not that bad. 
Fifty, <laughs> yeah, thirty. Yeah, the, the young guys got to worry more about going to these clubs and getting killed, and you know, being in the wrong place at the right, the wrong time. Where our age group, forty and up, thirty and up, actually got the paper. Yeah, we chill. You know what I'm saying? We got the money. As far as like, if we want to go to the concert, support a concert, like Nas. 20 years ago, I don't know if he could sell out Madison Square Garden, but at 50-something, he, he just did. He just sold out Madison Square Garden at 50. Yo, that's big. By himself. There was no other by, people on the show. That's a living legend in, his, in himself. But I'm just showing you at that point in time, he's even bigger now than he was, than he was back then. Because now we got money to go support you. 100%. Now he's controlling his own catalog. He's dropping album after album because it's independent. He's killing it. And that's, that's the whole thing about being independent and you having the power. Like and and being a name artist, you're gonna cake now yep. because of Spotify and DSPs and different things like that. You know, that's dope. So imagine Drake being independent. Imagine these. Come on, man. This it's this this is it's the new world for you to take over. But if we don't work on the same accordance, we're not gonna have 10, 20. Why Atlanta got twenty rich rappers? Me and their rappers because they work together, bro. They work together. You know what I'm saying? Like the reason why we don't have a hundred millionaire rappers here in Miami because it, it, the connection point is not there. And you can see the ones that are do are, the ones that are connecting are the ones that are winning. Greasy's connecting with people. These people are the ones that are connecting are the ones they're that winning. are winning, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they, they're going out their comfort, yeah. their comfort zone. The comfort zone. And, and, they, and then they're out there to network and they're out there to seeing who who has the bag, really. That's what it counts to. Yeah, and it's to understand the game. Yeah, and a lot, a lot of people say, like I, I like I said again, falling back to the network events I put together. A lot of people, oh, am I going to get paid for this? Yeah. No, you're not going to get paid. It's a networking event. Yeah. I got to come out of pocket to rent out this whole location for mm -hmm. you to just come here and stand here and meet people. Mm-hmm. How are you going to get paid for that? They say your ne your network is your net worth. 100%. You know what I'm saying? So the 100%. more you can network, I'm telling you, I'm living off relationships, bro. People don't You know what I'm that. saying? I'm living off people calling me because they know I'm consistent. Then they trust me because of the friendship that we had for so many years and being able to deliver. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Delivery is key. 100%. We just want everybody to go ahead and like the video. Uh, make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe, and let's keep the engagement up and going. The wildest thing you've ever done. Man, the wildest thing. Man, shoot. I don't know, man. Did you ever wake up five days later and be like, what the hell happened? Nah, not really, <laughs> man. Yeah, what's a crazy celebrity story? Um, crazy celebrity story is um, uh, Jackie O. Versus Foxy Brown. Oh, you know we had like a little a little thing at the studio. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? That was that was kind of crazy because I was right there. And I shout out to Big Fendi. He was right there too. Uh, Gravy was right there. A couple of other people I can't name right. was right there. But that was uh, a night to remember. Jackie O versus Foxy Brown. Oh, That's going to be in my book. I can't tell y'all no. Oh, it's going to be in the book? Yeah. Jackie O versus Foxy Brown? Y'all see, y'all heard it it's first here. It's going to be a whole chapter in the book of a BB. You know Let's what I'm get it. Let's get it, man. Uh, BB, I got one more question for you, definitely, man. Definitely, definitely. Let's talk about radio out here, man. Yeah. Um, I know with Instagram and with social media platforms and, and YouTube and all this, is radio now obsolete? It's not really absolute, uh, obsolete. Absolute, absolute. But it's 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 obsolete when it comes to not music totally and not breaking your music. Like Funkmaster Flex said it best: radio makes you a superstar. You feel what I'm saying? Because they don't have enough time to play everybody. You know what I'm saying? So it's like radio gets you still, to the masses. It gets you to the masses, but it's still relevant per se. But it's not. It's not your. It's it's, it's not an independent 
artist playground, how it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Right. The independent artist playground is now DSP, social media, and different things like that Spotify. to get to Spotify to get your initial thing going. Then when your record becomes a hit, radio makes it a super hit. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Radio makes it a super hit because is that when you hear it on the radio is that when you know you made it? Kind of, sort of, because even if like, you know, like Entice or, or let's say uh, Mauricio, you know, play you in the mix at five o'clock, right? That's only one time for the day. You know right. what I'm saying? With streams, I got, you, you can get played a thousand times a day. You on get, repeat. On repeat and stuff like that. So the main thing is the, the business has changed. You know what I'm saying? So you got to connect with all these platforms and still don't forget about your local DJ. You know, then still go by and holla at Entice and holla at Mauricio. How important is to establish that connection? It's very important. DJs. Look at look at DJ Laz and Pitbull. To this day, they're still best friends. Oh yeah, man. You he know what I'm saying? Out of love, yeah. Because Laz was an intricate part of him yeah. blowing up as a DJ. You know what I'm saying? So the DJ still carries that power and that understanding of music. And uh, that's one thing I wish I would have been still. I, I wish I would have learned how to DJ a little bit. You know, what yeah. I'm so you could get on there and, and get on there and then and have more of an understanding because I'm gonna know how to break an artist because I'm into marketing. So me being a DJ is just gonna help my strategy just move a whole lot easier. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. To 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 put marketing to yeah. put that component there, which I know what that artist really needs to break. You know what I'm saying? To get to that point of monetization. All these people talking, but are they monetizing? Are they making money off the music business? How can I monetize if I come up with a hit? That's what I'm saying. And you got to figure that out. First and foremost, you got to make sure your business is straight, that you own certain things component-wise. You got to make sure you're in the right places and you're you're on the right platforms. And you're and is it coming back that way? Is is, is YouTube my best I friend? I think people are chasing one-hit wonders. Yes, they are. They are. Here, wonders is that they're dropping content. Let me tell you something. I saw Beyonce say something the other yeah. day. She goes, "The industry changed because right now people aren't making albums anymore. Yeah. They're just making singles, and if that single's trash, they just drop another one, drop another one. There's no passion into it. That is none. There's, 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 there, and and the demographic is is you can see it. You can see there's more concerts like Bad Bunny. The numbers he's doing is ridiculous, bro. bro. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's insane, but... Ye just, was on his level, though. He just... Yeah, he was. He, he, he still is, and he still can be, because Ye opened his door to a lot of different, like, on a on a mass level. Right. You know what I'm saying? You Like, you go to a Kanye con concert, and it's like, it's more white people than black. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. There. So, he, touched the, the, he touched the right people, and he didn't really make a color. He touched... Like everyone, like you, like, said, you know what I'm saying. Get a color thing, yeah. Because you could tell how smart Ye is by the way he raps. Dreamly, you could tell his his thought process and the way he talks because, you know, he had to create that personality for you to like him. You know what's you know crazy? What I'm saying? I hear him say something. I'll be like, damn, is he is he tripping? And then two three days later, I go back and and like sit on it, yeah, hear it again because he's gonna say sense. it. He's gonna say it in a way that you may not like it. It makes but, perfect sense. But he's gonna say it. He's gonna say what what's really real. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. In a sense where I saw like I don't know how true this is, but I got to do my research. But they said Adidas kind of wants him back. Oh, 500 million. You know what I'm saying? Look at that. Look at that. They want him back. That's crazy. Because they understand they traffic. Couldn't sell. And they couldn't, couldn't AI him because nope. personality. That's what I keep telling y'all. Personality can win over AI and did, win over. Did they jumped. Did they jump? Did they fumble the? Did they fumble? Because now they're going back to him. That's crazy. Well, well, Kanye has got that confidence that he knew that was going to happen because he knew what he created in himself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And once you know what you create in yourself, your confidence level, oh my God, is through the roof. You can't because you know duplicate you can't, this. There you go. I'm about to say that you can't be be duplicated. No. You, you can't. You are who you are. 
You feel yeah. what I'm saying? And no one can... And the confidence is key. That's why I walk with so much confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Because I... like, And you said that earlier. You said, Chris, you can do... You know, you can have a millionaire that need 20 girls and they can't pull them. They and can't can, pull them. They, can, can they can't even pay them. Oh, I make that... I make it happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Within an hour, you can put a text out or put a... Great. But, but it's... And that's just one niche in your belt buckle right. where you're trying... To get to. to get to. Because but, of the confidence. It falls back to the confidence. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, I can sit here with you and be like, yeah, we can talk because yeah. I know what direction... I want to go to no 100% confidence is there 100%. you know okay so our producer in the back said what, do, what does a BB think about canceling the culture like what's the what's the what's the foundation I, I, of that I, I, I think it's cool but then I don't think it's cool because I think they're canceling sometimes the wrong people and for the wrong reasons I think it's just they're thinking it's cool to do and it's not just cool to do because they should do a little bit of back history and back fact checking you know what, what I'm saying on some of that stuff because sometimes you canceling somebody and you don't even know it's true. You're just following the a trend. domino effect of like what's happening. And a lot of people to get canceled, a week later, they right back in the scene. 100%. <laughs> but they let the time settle. They let you know, or, or, or their streams are going up through the roof. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Like, you know, like, like Kodak with that situation, man. I mean, yesterday, I can guarantee Kodak streams tripled yesterday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody was Google searching. He, he was Kodak. in court, he was in court today, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw he he asked the judge for another Jolly Rancher. The Jolly Rancher before he left smooth <laughs> Yo, with it. Let me tell you something, man. Kodak is a genius, bro. Oh, Mark. Nobody don't like don't think he's some little kid or stupid. Listen, that man is a genius. Just like 50 Cent. I told y'all 50 Cent genius man they just know how to play the game yeah. and that's what you got to know how to do and he's play and, the game. and he's still in his prime like he hasn't even gotten to that you have, we haven't even seen the best of what kodak can 100 percent. he got a, uh i like his little youtube series yeah. i don't know if it's the movie he has did, on did YouTube. you see come out on uh what was it family guy with brian and, and Stu and man, kodak, yo, for them to pick you up that's big yo the way kodak moves is very genius man yeah. it's very genius and his appeal have you have you worked with him? Has he ever recorded? Of course, of yeah. course, of course. Gremlin, we did Gremlin, we did Gremlin was done at yeah, yeah, uh, Circle House. Yeah, mixed Yo, everything, Gremlin, and uh, actually we won the Grammy with us with the Kendrick Lamar. So when Kendrick okay. Lamar and him came into town, they vibed with me over Circle House. You know oh, what I'm man. saying? So it's just it's just all about understanding your 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 thing, and that, and that happened. My my relationship with Kodak comes a lot through relationship, because yep. Kodak's manager, engineer, and producer used to work for me. Right. So you get it. Right. So now all he's doing is throwing the pass back to me, be like, hey, I feel comfortable around a BB and his family. Kodak, that's what we're going to go vibe with. Yep. That's what we're going to go do. That's you know what I'm saying? There. Because of the relationship that I had with Dirk. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, throughout the years. So that's why I said relationships in this business will take you far or it will put you on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> you know or leave saying? you stagnant. Treat people good. I haven't always done that in my career, but I'm whatever problems I have, I'm fixing it. You know what I'm saying? Learning. Treat people good because you don't know where they're going to be five to 10 years from now. You're going to need that person, bro. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yep. That's big, man. That's big, man. So, um, but shout out to everybody, you know, heading in the right direction. You Definitely. know what I mean? Because uh, we all have our ups and downs. You know, like you said, you were, you know, you weren't perfect in your past and sh I damn know I was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we all, we all get uh, to that age where we're like, all right, man, well, let's, let's level up. Let's level up, let's man. Level let's up. level up. Let's understand that if we fix ourselves, we can fix the community around us. And once we do that, it's more money for everybody. Everybody. You know what I'm saying? It's more money for everybody. That's the new slogan. Everybody eat. Everybody, I love that. Let's get to I it. I love it. Let's get to it. Thank you for dropping the jewels and and uh I'm gonna be back again. I'm gonna be back again. I'll be back again. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm gonna hold you to that. No, nah, no, nah, Dundee, my brother. I like your vibe, man. <laughs> Thank you. You always trying, you always pushing. 
you always on the right angles. Me and you handled a situation that time with that girl. Oh, and that was like, I knew you were smart then the way you even, that's a, like the job you have is psychological. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. You just gotta. <laughs> it's psychological because you gotta. Whatever I was saying to her, she ain't want to hear. Nah, none of that shit. You had to pull. You had to pull her to the side and take her somewhere and speak to her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, it happened. Yeah. You know, and then she got her dream. She got the. Yeah, dream. she ended up coming <laughs> drinking. She got a little drunk. She I got her picture. What, what? What happened to her after that? I don't know. She disappeared. Yeah, she was <laughs> happy with what she got, but. What you what you deliver with that is like it's like I don't have see my patience is not there for that. That's yeah. why I said what you do is niche market, which is amazing. You know, BB man, we really appreciate it. You reaching out to the audience, giving these these young folks, you know, some some advice and letting them know how how the industry goes in Miami, man. Oh, definitely, really appreciate that. Definitely, you can follow me at a BB Lewis on Instagram. And just find me, man. Google me. I do free consultations on my calendar page. And if you can go to my Instagram, the link is in the bio. I do free 15-minute consultations, man. I'm not afraid of people. I'm not hiding from you. I want to talk to you. I want to see what you're doing. I want to see what you got going on. I want to connect with you. And that's what AI can't do. They can't connect with you. We can connect with you. We can vibe. You know what I'm saying? Then we go to AI after. But I'm saying, but we can we can connect virtually and just have an understanding of where you're going, what you're trying to do, and how's the best way to spend the money that you're spending, you know? We also got a new venture we're getting into called Big Zound, which is sound, stage, lighting, and event production. Ooh. So, like, if you got a festival idea and you got the budget, we can make it happen. I like that. We can make it happen with LED walls, pyrotechnics, sound, stage, and lighting, vendors, everything, you know? So, because I feel like that's really the future. Well, I'm you know gonna have saying? to. You know, I got a production company as nah, well. We need so to do that. I'm we need. Gonna, we need. We need to do the first annual Miami something. That's you know because what I'm I, 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 I see some coming up called 305 Day. I don't know. What I got. That. I got a fashion company. I okay. do fashion production. We, yeah. we produce fashion shows and all that. But we also include music is our key aspect because yeah. we like to do live performances. Yeah. And then we also do live art. Yeah. So I'm gonna holler at you. Maybe we can get something going. No, no, definitely. And and you know, if y'all know Chris, man, if you're a young designer, they got hot, hot stuff. I don't mean a young designer who's in their bedroom just sitting there. I mean a young designer who's in their bedroom sitting there, but moving a little bit of, of busting their ass and, and understanding social media and, and having different things. Get with this man. This man can get your brand out there where it needs to be. Get the right girl or guy in your outfit, and then we can get with him and put together one of Miami's biggest fashion shows, and we can highlight. Damn. We can we can highlight. 10 local brands of clothing and then highlight 10 artists 10 artists and 10 and 10 models or influencers yeah you know then we got to show the world what miami has to offer other than the beach i've tried to say other than the clubs thousand times we are the tastemakers we are the trendsetters everybody looks to miami to see what we're doing to copy it you know what i'm saying but if we don't work together and understand the power that we have in the urban market because the other markets are murdering it you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Latin market again, man. Y'all are killing it. You know what I'm saying? But the urban market, we got to connect the dots a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? To really make it make it cohesive. You know what I'm saying? Not even the Caribbean market, more so my Jamaicans. We got to link up and work together more because Carnival is killing it. Shout out to Marley Hill and everybody. They're killing big, it big with thing. the Carnival at uh, FIU, man. It's, it's so amazing. I want to have something like that for reggae. So that's why we try to create this reggae month idea. You know what I'm saying? Where we could like accentuate like you know go to polo tropical and tell them to do a jerk troppy chop you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, for the yeah, month yeah or go to a big brand to to coincide and show that the jamaican community is here you know what i'm saying because the latin community is doing an excellent job as an example right. showing everybody 
how to control and how to do it. How properly. to move as a unit. How to move as a unit. Yeah. How to blow up their artists, blow up the brands they have. I seen a big company just bought Vicky Bakery the other day. Oh, and did they? I didn't even know that. Company, I know Vicky Bakery. Which company came in and bought Vicky Bakery? Then uh, I think Folgers bought a a, a a Latin coffee company that's right there on Southwest Asia. Oh, Butello? Butello. One of them yeah. things. Like, you know what I'm saying? Look at these brands that they're coming to get. We can do the same thing from the urban market with the artists, with the clothing, with the jewelries, with the with with our style. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Fly Supply, man. They always keep me fresh. Hey. Shout out to Dope Duffel, man. Those are two black-owned uh, clothing I've brands. I've worked with uh, Fly Supply. They're great, yeah, yeah, great yeah. guys. Great guys. Rick and those guys, man. Amazing dudes. They do a lot of distribution for a lot of the other artists locally here for their clothing line. We worked at uh, uh, St. Thomas University. Okay. It's another platform where Definitely. you can bring the community together. And that's where I met Rick and the boys from uh uh, fly supply and uh, we definitely need to tap tap back in and let's follow up and again maybe we can put something together no no there's definitely let's it's do it for the coach that's what I'm saying it's all about connecting let's do it it's let's all do it. about connecting because if we can make this a better place for everybody and us like I'm I'm like this man if everybody making more money it's more money to spend 100 percent you feel you 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 feel the decrease of the PP loan right <laughs> <laughs> right now y'all feel the decrease of the PP loan right because oh, back then it was money. Everybody, my phone was ringing off the chain. Yo, I need 10 girls here. I need five here. I need 10 there. I'm like, yo, what happened? there right now. So to all our viewers watching, thank you for the episode. It's again, Once Inside the Industry. Uh, hit the link below. Subscribe, comment, show love. We'll get back. Peace. Peace.